Balani, this is the Rorschach Nigeria update from the 8th of September 2022, a quick summary of what's going down in Nigeria. On Saturday the 3rd, the executive said that according to the Electoral Act, it is illegal for citizens living outside the country to fund a political campaign. The government said that the Electoral Commission will prosecute any political party that receives funds from outside the country. The commission will seize the funds and any assets purchased with them. On that note about elections, a day later, on Sunday the 4th, the president of the Christian Association of Nigeria, Daniel Oko, said churches in the country should be nonpartisan in the upcoming elections. He said that the churches should not support any candidate and should only educate their congregation on election matters and let them decide who to vote for. The executive said it has done its best to stop the six-month strike action by the academic staff union of universities, but the union will not call off the strike. The Minister of State for Education said this on Saturday the 3rd and also that the executive will not pay the academic staff for the period of time they didn't work. And speaking of the executive, on Saturday the 3rd, it agreed to pay an out-of-court settlement of about $500 million to Indian company Global Steel Holdings Limited to settle a legal dispute. The company won a contract to operate the Ajaro Kutar steel plant in Koji for 10 years, but the executive canceled the contract in 2008 and accused the firm of illegally selling the assets of the plant, which led to years of legal conflict between the two parties. On more news about the government, on Monday the 5th, the Minister of Communications and Digital Economy said the executive has temporarily suspended the 5% tax on phone services like calls, texts, and data that was to start this month because the telecommunications sector already has to pay multiple taxes. On the same day, President Buhari set up a committee to review the proposed tax and work on the next steps the executive should take. The members of the committee included the Minister of Finance, the head of Federal Inland Revenue Services, and representatives of all telecommunications companies. The chairman will be the Minister of Communication and Digital Economy. And on that note about the president, Buhari congratulated the former UK Secretary of State for Foreign, Commonwealth and Development Affairs, Liz Truss, on her appointment as Prime Minister of the UK on Monday the 5th. He said her past experience in government and diplomacy would help maintain strong relations between the UK and Nigeria. He then condemned the former Prime Minister Boris Johnson for his warmth and friendliness and wished him the best in his future activities. And some more on British politics. The new Prime Minister appointed Nigerian-born Kemi Badenoch as the Secretary of State for International Trade on Tuesday the 6th. Badenoch is a member of Parliament and used to be the Equalities Minister. And speaking of European countries, the president of Poland visited Nigeria on Tuesday the 6th, which makes him the first Polish president to do so. He told President Buhari that his country decided to help Ukraine in the ongoing war against Russia because it opposes Russia's colonial tendencies. 
He went on to say that Poland will increase its imports of oil and natural gas from Nigeria to address the energy crisis in Europe caused by the Russian invasion. President Buhari thanked the president for giving asylum to Nigeria refugees fleeing Ukraine, including students who then continued their education in Poland. And next up, some health news. The country could receive more of the Paxlovid antiviral pill, Duke University, the Clinton Health Access Initiative, COVID Collaborative, and other organizations launched the COVID Treatment Quick Start Consortium on Wednesday the 7th to provide oral antiviral treatments for COVID-19 to Nigeria and nine other countries where the drugs are not widely available. On the same day, Pfizer donated 100,000 courses of its antiviral pills, Paxlovid, to the consortium. And some more COVID news. On Friday the 2nd, Lego State said the fifth wave of COVID-19 has ended and cases are no longer rising at a high rate because a lot of residents have developed immunity against the virus from either infection or vaccination. Since we mentioned Lego State, the Commissioner for Physical Planning and Urban Development said the state will arrest and prosecute the owners of a seven-story building that collapsed on Sunday the 4th. He said that builders violated the planning laws of the state by building without a planning permit and also ignored government officials' warnings against putting up the building. One day later, the commissioner resigned from his position. It is not clear if he quit because the building collapsed. The governor appointed Barmoshe Martins as the new commissioner on Wednesday the 7th. And from Lagos to Ogun State, the Economic and Financial Crimes Commission arrested the Ogun State Speaker on Thursday the 1st and arraigned him at the Federal High Court on Monday the 5th. He is facing conspiracy, forgery, and stealing charges. Now for some travel news. On Thursday the 1st, Emirates Airlines said it will resume flights to Nigeria from the 11th of September after the central bank released part of the funds owed to the airline on Friday the 26th of August. Emirates suspended its flights in August because the central bank withheld the funds it earned due to Nigeria's foreign exchange control policy. The airline said it will work with the Nigerian authorities to recover its remaining funds. And on that note about air travel, the executive issued a travel advisory on Thursday the 1st that said citizens wishing to travel to the United Arab Emirates should note that the foreign country doesn't issue tourist visas to anyone under the age of 40 years anymore. The only exception is a family visa. The Nigerian government said citizens should clearly state their visa category on their travel application and respect the immigration laws of other countries. Now on to entertainment news. WizKid was the overall winner at the Hedy's Music Awards on Monday the 5th. He won five awards, including Song and Album of the Year, Burna Boy and Fireboy DML won two awards, Chris Brown won International Artist of the Year, while BNXN won the highly coveted Next Rated Award. To view the full list of winners, you can click the link in our show notes. One musician who did not attend the award ceremony was Ice Prince. The Lagos State Police Command arrested him on Friday the 2nd for assaulting a police officer. He was arraigned at the court on charges of assault, obstruction of justice, and abduction of a policeman. 
The arrest saw mixed reactions. Some said the police were famous for oppressing citizens and that he couldn't be blamed for how he reacted, while others said he is not above the law just because he is a celebrity. Meanwhile, singer Two-Face called for his release on Monday the 5th. And to close this edition, some sports news. The country may lose the 100 meters relay gold medal it won at the Commonwealth Games last month because athlete Grace Inwokochar was temporarily suspended by the Athletics Integrity Unit on Saturday the 3rd because she tested positive for two banned substances. Footballer Sardique Umar joined Spanish football club Real Sociedad on Thursday the 1st. He made a great first impression by scoring his first goal for the club two days later on Saturday the 3rd. And that's it for this week. So if you've noticed, we have had no ads so far in this show because we don't like them and we respect your time. So if you'd like to help us out, buy one of our very awesome t-shirts. Go to Rorschach.com and click on support where you can head over to the link in our show notes. They are wildly environmentally responsible and like we said before, very awesome. If you have any questions, please feel free as always to email us at podcast at Rorschach.com. That's R-O-R-S-H-O-K.com. Odabar.